Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Rick Tittle back on the mic. How you doing? You're back on the, what are you on? The radio, the internet, the app. Are you hiding under the table? What you got? Come on in and get heard wherever you might happen to be listening in this great land of ours and, eh, okay, foreign lands. On the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network, we are coast to coast and uh, all around the world. Most importantly, on the American Forces Radio Network, and uh, that storied uh, franchise. Yeah, that's right. I said storied. Lots of stories? Yeah, at least 16 stories. It's pretty tall. But uh, that storied franchise, which has uh, brought entertainment to uh, our brave men and women and the families of such all over the world for almost a century now. So uh, very privileged to be on AFN. And if you're in the military, just uh, thank you for everything you do. Whether you're at the head of the spear or you're a rear echelon, everybody matters. And uh, we appreciate it. 1-800-878-PLAY. To talk football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch, rollerball, chess, checkers, rugby, cricket. The NHL is underway. What's going on? The Kraken. Did you watch the Kraken? can't say, did you watch the Kraken? I have to say, did you watch the Kraken? We also have a game five. I almost said a game seven. But a deciding game in San Francisco. And we wouldn't have had it any other way between two teams that each won 109 games. I mean, this is just unprecedented. That'll be tomorrow here in San Francisco. We'll talk about that. The White Sox are out. The Brewers are out. Uh, John Gruden is out. Adam Schefter in a little bit of hot water today. And we also have some pretty good guests. Chris Baker, the writer-actor this hour. Paula Garces from the Held and Kumar movies. Kelsey Cook, the comedian. Madison Pruitt from The Bachelor. Samantha Durbin, the author. Oh, it's all here. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. 
Angie's List is now Angie, and caring for your home just got easier. Whether you need help with routine maintenance or a dream remodel, Angie makes it easy to see reviews, compare quotes, and connect with top local pros who can get the job done right. Plus, you can see upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. No phone tag, just the work you need done at a time that works for you. Angie's got your to-do list covered from start to finish. Book your next home project today at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot If you've got a small business, you know there's nothing more valuable than your time. So why waste it at the post office? Stamps.com makes it easy to mail and ship right from your computer. No special equipment required. Whether you're in office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. You'll even get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. And their new rate advisor tool lets you compare shipping rates across carriers so you always find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk, and when you go to Stamps.com and use offer code FOCUS, you'll receive a four-week free trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top and enter code FOCUS. That's Stamps.com, promo code FOCUS. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. It's baseball season, and you're ready to go all out. So you ordered the essentials to make game day a success, like a jersey, a power recliner, and a bigger screen. And you used your Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping. Rewards that you put toward an essential piece of the celebration, an air horn. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2021, Bank of America Corporation. titillating sports with rick tittle rick tittle is a genius the best show ever he's so wonderful genius the best show ever he's so wonderful titillating sports with rick tittle rick tittle is a he's so handsome he's a genius Hey, how about that? Welcome back to the show. We'll open it up with uh, open lines. Let's do that. Also, if you're curious, check me out on my OnlyFans. I'm topless. No, uh, check me out on uh, Twitch.tv and the Twitch app. There I am looking resplendent in my Eddie Bauer hoodie and reading glasses. It's basically 
Uh, the aesthetics are outstanding. One eight hundred eight seven eight play. I also and this isn't a surprise at all, but just for fun, um, this my someone I know was looking at cowboy boots online and then told me the price of this one cowboy boot. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And then I looked it up and as Bill Burr said, it went on my permanent record because everything I click on now, there's an ad for cowboy boots. <laughs> and I wonder, I wonder how long that's going to last. It could be forever, quite honestly. But uh, as I mentioned, this this John Gruden scandal, which is... You know, it's uh, it's a shame uh, for everyone involved because a lot of people said, hey, he got what he deserved. Maybe you think he did. Maybe you think he did. I'm not here to mete out punishment one way or another. I do understand the way the way the world works to a certain extent. And as someone who has spent his whole career in live uh, broadcasting, sports broadcasting in a town like San Francisco, I very much am aware of what is acceptable and what's not. And uh, there are times where there's choking conformity um, uh, to which I don't like. I mentioned when Nick Bosa was drafted by the Niners at his introductory press conference, they made him apologize for a tweet he put out in high school calling Colin Kaepernick a clown. To me, that's choking conformity, making somebody believe something uh, that... uh, that you you have to have our same value systems. You know, you have to believe what we believe. I hate that. And even though I was on Kaepernick's side, I think you have the right to do think he's a clown if you want. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing racist about thinking somebody's a clown. I remember talking to Terrell Pryor a few times, and then I watched him play, and I called him dumb. And a guy called me on 95.7 FM here in San Francisco, and he said, I'm so sick of black quarterbacks being called dumb. I said, it has nothing to do with his heritage. And I'm not so scared that, oh, if I call a black quarterback black, I'm going to look, or stupid, I'm going to call him, I'm going to look racist. No, you, you just, you have to say what you feel, right? But if you put out misogynistic, homophobic, uh, if racist emails are discovered, even though they were emails between two individuals, that didn't mean to see in the line of day. I do know how the world works in broadcasting. You're fired. The company for which you work cannot look like they're okay with it. And that's basically all it is. The Mark Davis and the Raiders, and then in the broader scheme, the NFL can't look like, oh, it was 10 years ago and he worked for ESPN and whatever. That's just not the way the thing works. Now, as I said... Adam Schefter, of all people, have been pulled into this because now there's another. I just wonder how many of these emails are going to get out because the Dan Snyder ones haven't even been touched yet. And that is part of the entire investigation, more than 650,000 emails. I wonder how many are you up, you out, stuff like that. Uh, (laughs) But there's uh, I don't know if it's possibly damaging or not. But in July of 2011, more than 10 years ago, ESPN insider Adam Schefter had a story he was going to publish, but he sent it to Washington GM Bruce Allen asking him for feedback. And here's the thing. Uh, The moral of the story is don't email Bruce Allen. I think that's it. But Schefter uh, wrote, quote, please let me know 
If you see anything that should be added, changed, tweaked. Thanks, Mr. Editor, for that and the trust. Plan to file this to ESPN about 6 a.m. Now, per the L.A. Times, the court filing was part of that Dan Snyder defamation lawsuit, right? And uh, it was trying to compel Bruce Allen to produce some information. So what uh, ESPN says now, without sharing all the specifics of the reporter's process for a story from 10 years ago during the NFL lockout, we believe that nothing is more important to Adam and ESPN than providing fans the most accurate, fair, and complete story. So what they're saying is, I don't think this is anything out of the question unless you get into the nuances of what needs to be deleted and what what doesn't need to be deleted. There are, I remember uh, David Bush, the longtime San Francisco Chronicle writer, did a profile on me, oh man, almost 10 years ago for this sports magazine. I forgot what it was called. And, um, and he was interviewing me and I said, can I see it before you publish it? He's like, absolutely not. There's no way. And I'm like, that's what I figured, but I just thought I, I'd ask. You know, just in case it said, you know, Rick Tittle is a puss-faced little jerk. I'm like, can you remove that part? Rick Tittle really sucks and he's stupid. Can, I, can you not print that part? But his journalistic integrity was like, no. And that's fine. I get it. I probably would have said the same thing. But with Adam Schefter... If he says, look, um, I wrote some things in here that I heard on you know, hearsay or just secondhand or something I've assumed or something that I thought was true, maybe it's not, can you just let me know if this thing looks right? I don't see a problem with that. But if it's saying, oh my gosh, I uh, reveal 10 humiliating things here, tell me if I should, and it's like, no, we need to nix that. That's what it is. But Adam Schefter, you can argue about who the top NFL insider is, um, and the argument is going to be Adam Schefter because there are others, but he's the top guy. He breaks all the top stories in the league because teams feed him uh, that stuff. So it's not really that surprising to hear that he has a relationship with general managers and owners and coaches and players. And a league... Uh, figure like Allen, who at that time was under uh, immense fire, he might say, you know, tell me what you think about this. I don't really feel that uh, Adam Schefter um, did anything wrong. I really don't. And it might be a little bit embarrassing to him when he calls him Mr. Editor. He's just kidding around. But that's the thing. You can't kid around anymore. It's the death of irreverence. Everything has to be sacred now. Everything has to be respected, even when it doesn't deserve any respect. I like Dana Gould's line when um, he said uh, this uh, this kid outside of 7-Eleven was like, got any change? And Dana Gould's answer is, yes. <laughs> and he walks away. But the kid says, um, you don't have any respect for me. And then Dana says, don't you have to attain grace first before you can fall from it? And I think uh, that's that's true as well. So <clears throat> the fact of the matter is, is that Adam Schefter is good at what he does. 
Uh, I'm not a fan of his, and I'm not a hater of his. I'm just indifferent. He's just a guy, a guy who's connected. Uh, but I don't think, I mean, people will try to really run with this, and they'll talk about journalistic integrity. Remember when Mike, uh, Mark Fyranu Wada and was it Lance Williams, they wouldn't reveal the sources of the leaked grand jury testimony, testimony in the bonds thing, and then they were called before the court, and then journalists from all over the country were flying out here to Bryant Street to the courthouse to support them. That's fine. Well, if you're going to rally around Adam Schefter, now would be the time to do that. All right, we'll take a quick break. We got Chris Baker on the other side. Come on back. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him... It's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 
That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Well, how about that? Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show uh, Hollywood uh, Guy. He does everything. He writes, he acts, and he has a, a new movie called The Estate. Get What's Coming to You. That's going to be opening in theaters and video on demand on October 22nd. Chris, welcome to the show. Um, when when you write something and then you put yourself in it, is it the kind of thing where, uh, you know, you can just change on the fly because it's your baby or do you kind of have to stick with it at a certain point? Oh, hi, Rick. Uh, thanks so much for having me. This is uh, this is great. Um, uh, and thank you for, for the question. I I got to say, uh, we probably stuck pretty close to the original script that I wrote. I think when we would rewrite scenes, um, Eliza Coop is my co-star on the film. Uh, she would just say anything. The meaner, the nastier, she was just able to always sell it. So I, I would definitely feed her lines sometimes in between takes, but we kept things pretty uh, uh, clean because our director, James Kapner, um, and our cinematographer created these really particular shots and everything, so we wanted to make it uh, as easy for them as possible. Yeah, it's interesting because uh, I think about the the collaborative effort that sometimes you need to do, and so if someone says, I think my character actually wouldn't say that, you know, they're in a way they're telling you, you wrote it wrong. But to make it work, you have to say, take a step back and say, well, I think you're right. Yeah, I, I think we had thought through the, the script and the story and the structure of everything so much. By the time we got on set, it was really a chance to uh, just feel our way through it. And, and, if, and if new ideas, you know, the, the, the costumes that were done, the, the hair and makeup for, for all the women and, uh, you know, the amount of like body oil I wore because I'm naked so much in the movie. <laughs> Uh, we just all really brought everything, you know, alive. And that was, and that was always, uh, what we wanted. It was really, it was really special. Well, yeah. Speaking of body oil and nudity in the little blurb, it talks about a psychosexual love triangle. What, <laughs> what is psychosexual? <laughs> uh, you'll have to see the movie, uh, to find out that, uh, for, for your audience, it comes out October 22nd on VOD, uh, everywhere you can rent or buy movies, uh, and in select theaters. I see that uh, Eric Roberts uh, is in this, and I love how nuts that guy is. Uh, I had he him on my... my dad, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. 
I had he him. Is, he's he's a trip. <laughs> I had him on my show a couple of years ago, and he was flogging an erectile dysfunction medicine. But he said not once, not twice, but thrice. I don't need it though. During the interview. <laughs> I, I, I take him at his word. He he was very uh, he was very honest and upfront with us on set. He, I this was my first uh, fight scene, uh, the one that 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 uh, he and I have together. And you know he's the star of the best of the best. He was in The Dark Knight, and mm-hmm. you know all he played the villain in all these great like erotic thrillers in the '90s. And so he was such perfect casting. And my, many people said that we looked alike. We have that same prize fighter nose. <laughs> and uh, he taught me how to punch, which was really cool. Um, in between takes, he was like, no, 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 no. This is how you do it. He would, like, shape my fist uh, and how to bring it across camera so that it really uh, hit the audience um, and really sold it. So that was – it was an honor to work with him. It was really great. So the inside scoop is when I punch, does it read? Yeah, that's right. Gotcha. And uh, I read, right? A <laughs> <laughs> couple more questions for Chris yeah. Baker, writer and actor with The Estate, coming out on the uh, the 22nd. Give us a little scoop on the synopsis. So you play this narcissistic kid, and you've uh, got Eliza Coop, who's uh, your dad's gold-digging wife, and then a uh, hitman comes in. What's going on? Uh, so uh, me uh, uh uh, the son of a very, 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 very wealthy man, and uh, his newest wife, who is pretty close in age uh, to me, uh, I call her my wicked stepmother, uh, we want him dead so that we can kill our way into our inheritance. And uh, one night at a bar, we meet this guy, and he offers to kill him for us. And what happens after that is, uh, we really don't want to spoil anything, but it's a, it's a wild ride for, for our audiences. It's been, uh, the response has been incredible and full of laughs and full of thrills and fight scenes and colorful cinematography and just, uh, it's a, it's a ride. It's, it, we got our in, inspiration from Wild Things, you know, with Denise Richards and yeah. Matt Dillon and Kevin Bacon and Cruel Intentions, you know, these movies that we don't really see that much anymore. Um, uh, there's, no CGI in this movie, which is, is rare for movies today. Uh, but it's about characters and, uh, you know, just like real people in truly extraordinary situations. You know, a lot of times it's hard to walk the line between, you know, like psychological horror and then comedy. Like I think about, you know, Evil Dead perfectly pulled right. off horror and comedy together. Yeah. But a critic Scream might say, sure, well, yeah. yeah, no doubt. And, but a critic would say, this movie doesn't know what it wants to be. And you can't be both, but you can if you do it right. So how hard is that to walk that line? It was really hard. Um, I think that there were times where in certain drafts or in certain scenes, it, you know, the, the way they were written originally, they were too arch, too comedic, that it would take people out of the plot because it's that it felt like, you know, we were commenting on the action. You know, I, I, I like being involved in a story. I don't need the character to, like, look at the screen and wink, you know, or, like, mug for the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of like being engrossed and involved. And I think when we, uh, you know, were together all on set, the characters really believe that they're in these situations. There's no, there's nothing untrue about it. And, and that was the key to, to getting the tone right. 
Uh, that and, and editing, obviously, and, <laughs> you know, uh, just a lot of conversation. Yeah. I, for, I forgot which director said it. Maybe you do. I don't know if it was Hitchcock or whomever, but said movies are never finished. They're just released. So, Abandoned. Yeah. yeah. Martin Scorsese said that, I think. There, yeah. Okay. There you movies go. Movies are never finished. They're abandoned. Yeah. We, you know, at a certain point, you know, the budget runs out. You got a release date. You got to stop, you know, fussing around with it. <laughs> well, and uh, our director, you know, James Kaplan, has been, you know, a friend of mine for years uh, and our lead producer, Adam Mikalka, we we had the the good sense together to feel like we feel like this is in the right place. Uh, and we had test screenings, and then we got notes from the test screenings and kind of fussed a little bit more, and then we were done. Um, and now it's finally coming out. <laughs> Are you already thinking of The Estate 2? Um, I'm thinking of, you know, depending on the, the reaction, I think that there are plenty of ways that this story could go, uh, either for the future or prequel or something like that. Um, and I know that most people involved are, would be, would be happy to jump. Uh, but right now I'm actually just working on, uh, my next feature, which is in pre-production now. It's, um, I, I'm not allowed to talk about it too much, but it, it's a romantic comedy. So, uh, the very different, brighter tone <laughs> than uh, than the estate, which is fun uh, and mixed with a lot of darkness. Last question for you: Let's say you just have five minutes to show your best friend a part of this movie. What what scene are you going to show him? Well, there's this uh, fight scene at the end, which is a single shot and it lasts for minutes, and uh, it's between me and this uh, other character. And the fight choreography is all done by us. There are no stunts. Um, there's uh, things that are thrown, punches that are thrown. And uh, we really banged each other up after that, shooting that scene a few times. But it's, it's uh, people's jaws drop when they watch it. And so that's what I'm really, really excited for. That, of all the other action scenes in the film, the final uh, fight is the one that I'm proudest of. So the 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 greatest one shot movie history, Children of Men, eight minutes fifteen seconds straight. Second, The Estate. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and and then and then Children of Men, you're on my list. I'm coming for you. That's right. <laughs> All right, very good. Chris Baker uh, wrote the movie The Estate. He stars in the movie The Estate with Eliza. Coop and Greg Finley and uh, Eric Roberts and others. It is available video on demand and in theaters on October 22nd. Chris, congratulations on the film and uh, thanks for stopping by. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. All right, no doubt. And uh, I would throw in that uh, the beginning of uh, 1918, that one shot is right up there. I'm still going to give it to Children of Men. Because that one shot, they're basically walking backwards with a steady cam through the trench. But in Children of Men, they'd turn the corner and then the tank would blow up part of the building and then they turn the next corner. And I mean, it's just the the timing of that was so extraordinary. We'll talk about that next with Paula Garces. Come on back.
Auto Parts specializes in keeping your car on the road. Not sure how much life is left in your battery? Our professional parts people will test it for free. If it does need to be replaced, we'll help you find just the right one to fit your car. Our Superstar batteries are built to handle even the toughest conditions. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the Window Replacement Hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town get your new windows patio doors and more from the window replacement hotline get ready for the change in weather save on your energy bills call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home call the window replacement hotline now 800-685-2080 800-685-2080 that's 800-685-2080 Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Microband 24 protects against Staphylococcus aureus and Enterobacter aerogenes bacteria, but does not provide 24-hour protection against viruses. Every time you touch a surface, you leave behind bacteria. Use Microband 24 sanitizing spray to keep surfaces sanitized all day. Spray on hard surfaces to kill 99.9% of bacteria and viruses initially, including the virus that causes COVID-19. Microband 24 keeps killing bacteria for 24 hours, touch after touch. When used as directed, Microband 24, touch after touch, it doesn't give up. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. 
Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show seasoned actress Paula Garces, and she's here to talk about the video game Aluna, Sentinel of the Shards, which will be releasing uh, in November on Xbox One and PS4. Paula, welcome to the show. This Aluna character, this all came from you, and uh, this was because when you, I guess you went to a Comic-Con and you saw all the Latino fans, but you realized there weren't a lot of Latino uh, characters and comic books and, and video games, so you, you literally did something about it, didn't you? Uh, hi, Rick. How are you? <laughs> yes, I, I, I tried. At least I tried. Yes, I, this was back in 2008, and I had no idea what Comic-Con was about. And when I when I went in there, it was amazing and awesome. Uh, but yeah, I, I very quickly realized that back then there was there was really nothing that really represented that community in a positive light. So I went home and, and yeah, I went to work, started a comic book. That's amazing because I think deep down we all want to start comic books, but how the, how the, how the heck do you do something like that? Who do you call? Who, who helps you? Uh, who, you know, you need an inker and a, and an artist and, uh, but, uh, you just uh, took the bull by the horns, huh? Very naively so, and uh, <laughs> it was a lot of hard work, and it, I had no idea how hard it was to raise money for a comic book or for artwork or any of that, of those things. But, you know, when you don't know anything about it, I think being naive gives you a certain edge of just like, why not? Let's do it. Why can't we do this? Why people don't do this before, you know, before me? And so... Uh, that was basically my attitude. That has been my attitude throughout my whole career. Uh, I think I've just been a person that doesn't really uh, react well to the word no or to doors being slammed in my face. It just makes me want to do it more. So, yeah, I was extremely lucky that I found a team that believed in a Latina character, that believed in the story. Uh, I especially want to thank the writers of Assassin's Creed who uh, they basically really were the ones that gave me the oomph in the beginning and mm -hmm. the credibility to do something like this on my own. And I guess, you know, your background, uh, born in Medellin and Colombia and then moving to, to East Harlem and in, in Manhattan, what was it that about your upbringing and um, that, uh, is that what kind of gave you that steely resolve? Uh, yeah, yes, because, you know, growing up in Spanish Harlem, especially in the 80s, uh, the neighborhood was economically challenged and obviously there was obviously other challenges like violence and drug abuse and things like that. But it was still very much a neighborhood, a neighborhood of a lot of dreamers. A lot of, a lot of very talented people came out of Harlem and Spanish Harlem. And so for me, I just, I used to watch TV all the time to escape all of that and Hollywood movies. That's how I first learned how to speak English when I came back to this country. And so uh, that's what I wanted to do. And my mom was always like, yeah, you can do anything you want to do if you put your mind to it and, and have the resolve. And so that's what I did. And even when I got pregnant at 17, I would tell people, uh, I'm going to be a Hollywood uh, actress. And people would look at me like I was crazy, but I didn't, I didn't see it as crazy. I saw it as why not? Why, why can't I do that? Um, so yeah, I think I'd had to, a lot to do with growing up in New York uh, and having that attitude of like New Yorkers can do it all, 
uh, even even with all the crowds and, and, <laughs> and all of the stuff that that comes with being in New York, right? But, uh, I don't know. Yeah, call me crazy. Uh, but again, it's it's also part of the Latin culture. I think a lot of people don't understand, but I think in in my family and in a lot of Latinx families. Uh, the word no is not taken <laughs> very well, <laughs> and it's it's part of the you know it's part of the comedy, it's part of the stereotypical idea of what being Latin is. But I find it quite beautiful, and and it's worked for me so far. And even though you were a little girl when you came to America back in Colombia, do they say, "Oh, it's Paula Garces"? Like, do they still hold you up high? Um. I, I'm I'm not quite sure. I mean, when I go back to Colombia, it's mostly to reconnect with my dad and that side of the family and, and family members that are still back in Colombia. So it's not really, you know, there's nothing like family to bring you down to <laughs> earth. Eh? Just, just when you think you're mm. awesome, your family has a lot to say about your work. Um, but, you know, they, they, I, I, I think some people do know what I do. Uh, but I would... That's actually one of my dreams to do more uh, production in Colombia and do more things uh, in my in in Spanish. Actually, very cool. A couple more questions for actress Paula Garces talking about the video game Aluna Sentinel of the Shards. Let's talk about the game a little bit. Sent in, uh, set in 16th century Spain, and uh, Aluna is the uh, heroine who was uh, struggling with the truth. She's given this power of the shard by her mother Pacha Mama, the goddess of the earth this is uh this is very involved uh, how, how do we go from that plot where does the game go well the game is an action rpg and it's really true to that it's definitely rooted in uh gameplay that takes you through all of these worlds and all of these levels and what's really cool about aluna is the story, you know, this, this particular story hasn't really been explored too much in Hollywood or in video games. It involves a lot of ancient civilizations, mysticism of the South America, Central America, and the Caribbean. And yes, we took a lot of liberty with history and mixing uh, a lot of the beliefs of a lot of ancient civilizations and tribes. But I think it's a great introduction to that mysticism because you know it's usually like the greek or the european but we don't really see a lot of like the south america central america and the caribbean uh, natives and their and their beliefs and and what basically you know spain did to try to destroy those beliefs and those people and so aluna is is a is an underdog character is a character that's uh really conflicted she is from both worlds, so but but also doesn't feel like she belongs to either of them because uh, she's not in tune with what the Spaniards were doing as conquistadors, and she's not really accepted or really trusted by these ancient civilizations. So how does she navigate that politically is basically what the what you can expect from the video game. So you have to navigate all of these worlds and try to survive as the Aluna superhero. That's very interesting, and it's it's uh, got a uh, top-down feel, kind of Diablo-esque. It's uh, real-time combat, which I prefer to, than turn-based combat. And then we talk about, you know, the, the maps, you know, dense jungles, beaches, cliffs. It's all part of the adventure. Yes, yes, and, and, and hopefully, I'm really hoping that 
because uh, these are worlds that really haven't been explored in video games, that it piques the interest of other people that really haven't been into maybe video games and maybe that this could be an introduction and people who really are RPG game players can experience something new, right, that they thought maybe they they hadn't done before. And what I really love about it is that uh, Nintendo Switch and uh, Steam has really been uh, the first two that have really welcomed this type of character, this, this type of story. And so we're really excited because of that particular, um, because it's been quite successful on those two platforms. Now Xbox and PlayStation are completely interested and they're on board and uh, the audience can expect the game to be out uh, on those two platforms in December. So I'm really, really, really excited. This is, I don't know if people understand, but this is for me a huge dream come true. This was something that was told that wouldn't be able to be possible at all. I, I've been, I was told for more than 10 years that I was not going to be able to do a video game with a Latina character at the forefront um, that would be across all four major platforms of gaming uh, for many, many years. And I just, I wouldn't give up. And so for this to, for me to actually see this, um, it's an incredible feat uh, that by the Aluna team Everyone from, again, like how you mentioned in the beginning, colorists, uh, artists, inkers, mm -hmm. uh, writers, uh, video game developers. I mean, all of it has been um, just an incredible feat. And the fact that we're here and talking on your show and getting an exposure from your, from your audience, I'm really humbled and thankful for that. So thank you, Rick. No, no doubt about it. And uh, I do have to ask you one more question before I let you go. And, and of all the, 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 the movies you've done and all the TVs you've, uh, TV shows you've been, how cool is it to have been in The Sopranos and be part of that canon? Uh, it's, you know, it was a dream come true. It, that, that particular show I had been a fan of and I was watching it and was hoping that one day, as a, you know, because I was a very young actress back then, I was hoping like, oh my God, please let me get this audition call for The Sopranos. And when, when something finally did come along, uh, I was just, it, it, you know, it's one of those things where when, you, when, you, when you're an actual fan of a show and then you get on the show, it's, it's quite surreal. So for me to do anything, I would have done anything on that show. <laughs> and so uh, to have had the scenes that I had and be, been able to interact with some of the characters that I really loved was, was amazing. The same thing happened to me on The Shield. I, I got on The Shield because I was a fan of the show. Mm -hmm. uh, and so when I was able to do that for the last three seasons, again, it was a dream come true. And the same thing with On My Block Now on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, that show is a a little show that started uh, really out of nothing. No one really expected anything from, from that show. And when I first read the script, I, I, I knew that it was going to be something special. And the fact that that particular show has given me my directorial debut after being 32 years in the business as an actress, it was that particular show, that showrunner, Lauren Unerich, who gave me the opportunity to direct my first episode of television so i'm quite proud of that and sorry i snuck that in there rick but i really <laughs> want to make sure that yeah. your especially your female listeners mm -hmm. uh can understand that 
uh, doesn't matter. It's never too late. And just please keep dreaming big because you never know. You never know where your dream will land, you know. Great stuff from Paula Garces and uh, uh, introducing, of course, for the the uh, audience on the Xbox One and PS4 coming up soon, Aluna Sentinel of the Shards, uh, Latina superhero game, uh, all out of uh, her own imagination. And uh, make sure to check it out on Steam. That's PC and uh, Nintendo Switch as well. Paula, thank you so much for coming on. Congratulations. And uh, hopefully we'll catch up down the road. Thank you, Rick. Thank you so much. And please, everyone, visit alunagame.com. Thank you so much, Rick. Thank you got you. it. Alunagame.com. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and come on back on Sports Byline USA. home that you don't want anymore we can buy it from you within 24 hours any home size or condition for over 20 years we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home are you moving did you lose your job going through a divorce whatever the reason if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast call the expert team at i need to sell my house fast we'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it no listing no waiting sell any home any size any condition now call the expert team at i need to sell my house fast make this free call now 800-306-1760-800-306-1760-800-306-1760. That's 800-306-1760. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now, 800-846-2153, 800-846-2153, 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. 
The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968-800-817-2968-800-817-2968-800-817-2968-800-817-2968-800-817-2968-800-817-2968-800-817-2968-800-817-2968-800-817-2968-800-817-2968-800-817-2968-800-817-2968-800-817-2968-800-
USA Radio News with Lance Pry. After being delayed for a day for weather, the Blue Origins New Shepard flight has launched from West Texas. Minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4. Command engine start. 2, 1. Traveling just over 351,000 feet above the launch pad, the booster rocket returned safely with a perfect landing. The capsule with the astronauts, including William Shatner, deployed three parachutes and landed perfectly as well at 11 a.m. Eastern. How about that, guys? How about that, guys? That was unlike anything they described. The mission marked a sixth non-governmental suborbital spaceflight. Coachella Festival attendees will no longer be required to be vaccinated against the coronavirus to gain entry into the popular California Music Festival near Palm Springs. USA Radio News. If you're tired of big cable bills and want to cut the cord, you can still get Newsmax TV for free. Millions of Americans like you are watching Newsmax. It's available on all major cable systems or get it free on major streaming platforms. Watch Newsmax on smart TVs like Samsung, LG, Vizio, and more. Find Newsmax on your hub guide or use the TV app. Newsmax also streams free on Roku, Zumo, Pluto, Amazon Fire, TiVo, Apple TV, Chromecast, and more. More than 7 million people have downloaded the free Newsmax app on their smartphones. There's no paywall or subscription, so watch Newsmax anytime, anywhere. Forbes calls Newsmax a news powerhouse. And watch great shows with Mike Huckabee, Greg Kelly, Rob Schmidt, Diamond and Silk, Stinchfield, and a lot more. Find out why America is tuning in to Newsmax TV, the fastest-growing cable news channel. It's a source you can trust. Newsmax is real news for real people. The pandemic is changing the way Americans view retirement. Tim Berg from the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau explains. A new survey from Northwestern Mutual found that the pandemic is forcing 35% of Americans to change their plan regarding retirement. Most of those surveyed say they'll retire later than planned, while some will step away from their job even earlier than expected. The financial services company also found the average age of expected retirement is just below 63 years old. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. In a slap to the face of climate change theorists, China has announced plans to build more coal-fired power plants and has hinted it will rethink its timetable to slash emissions. After a meeting of Beijing's National Energy Commission, the Chinese premier, Li Keqiang, in a statement said China stressed the importance of regular energy supply after much of the country was plagued into darkness by rolling blackouts that hit factories and homes. USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. Dereliction of constitutional duty. That's one claim a lawmaker in Washington is making as he's asking his colleagues to impeach DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Tim Berg from the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau reports. As the crisis on the U.S.-Mexico border continues, Texas Republican Congressman Dan Crenshaw is calling for Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas to be impeached. That news as we hear that construction of sections of the border wall in South Texas is being halted once again by the feds. The Department of Homeland Security announced 
announcing late last week that it was ending existing contracts to build the wall in the Rio Grande Valley and Laredo areas. Crenshaw explaining on Fox and Friends why he believes Mayorkas should be impeached. I think there's very clear examples of a deliberate dereliction of constitutional duty uh, on the part of the Secretary of Homeland Security. To protect so it's not, the it's not just can't to protect this country. It's a, and it actually it has very little to do with the cancellation of, of the border wall contracts. I think that's infuriating. But what the real dereliction of duty is simply refusal to actually enforce the laws of our country. And those laws might be our asylum process laws. Those laws might be internal enforcement inside where deportations are necessary. necessary. Those laws might be simply crossing the border illegally. The Rolling Stones are self-canceling one of their most popular rock songs in concert due to lyrics that depict the horrors of slavery. Jumpin' Jack Flash is no longer on their set list. I'm Lance Pry, USA Radio News. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. All right. Hey, thank you so much for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. We'll talk a little sports, definitely, and uh, tomorrow we'll get into it even more. But uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say never in the history of baseball has there been an elimination game between two teams that have each won 109 times. I assume it's Logan Webb tomorrow, Dominic. Logan Webb. Yeah. Is it Bueller? Not Bueller. Oh, Arias. No, he's right. Bueller went last night. What happened to Discalfani? He just five hits and he was out. Yeah, that one went like a Led Zeppelin. All right, so uh, we'll talk about that. And um, yeah, Arias, <clears throat> not too bad last time out as well. I think he won 20 games too. So, what do you expect from two teams that won 109 games? We'll talk about that. Uh, we'll also. Uh, discuss uh, the um, the John Gruden emails because now Jeff Fisher has had to chime in as well because remember John Gruden said that Roger Goodell was a F and that he made the Rams uh, draft quote-unquote plural queers talking about Michael Sam 
because a lot of people, you might remember that draft, Michael Sam had the cameras on him, and he was co-SEC Defensive Player of the Year at Missouri, and no one was drafting him. And they said he was too small, he'd be a special teams player at best, which I guess they were right, I don't know. But remember when he got drafted, what did he do? He kissed his boyfriend on the lips. And he kissed his white boyfriend on the lips. Oh, my gosh. Not only is it gay, it's interracial. Oh, cats and dogs living together. Oh, locust swarms. It's the end of the world. So <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure the Bible Belt didn't handle that very well. But uh, that's tough. So uh, John Fisher has responded. We'll get into that as well. Also, Kelsey Cook coming up on the other side. She's in town at the Punchline. Hilarious comedian. Madison Pruitt. Uh, reality TV star. She has a book. And Samantha Durbin has a book as well on hour number three. 1-800-87-A-PLAY. This is hour number two. What's behind door number A? We'll find out. Number A. Come on back. If you've got a small business, you know there's nothing more valuable than your time. So why waste it at the post office? Stamps.com makes it easy to mail and ship right from your computer. No special equipment required. Whether you're in office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. You'll even get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. And their new Rate Advisor tool lets you compare shipping rates across carriers so you always find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk, and when you go to Stamps.com and use offer code FOCUS, you'll receive a four-week free trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top and enter code FOCUS. That's Stamps.com, promo code FOCUS. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Come on. You watch the news, be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you with the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. This report is brought to you by IBM. IBM thinks quantum computing can transform the business world. It uses principles of quantum physics to deliver a leap forward in computation to solve certain problems intractable for today's computers. Many businesses are simply curious about quantum technology. Others already have quantum skills. For these businesses and all those in between, IBM has launched the Quantum Accelerator to help businesses prepare for a quantum future regardless of their level of quantum expertise. IBM's Bob Sutor. Quantum computing will transform technology in the coming years. IBM knows not all businesses have quantum computing skills today, but we think every enterprise can benefit from quantum computation. The Quantum Accelerator offers participants access to IBM's quantum computing tools. It provides foundational and technical training to executives and workforces, and IBM quantum experts also offer their expertise and advice. We want forward-thinking enterprises to be ready for quantum computers to become ubiquitous across the world. 
For more information, visit ibm.biz forward slash IBM Quantum to learn more. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey. Check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Hey, check me out. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. You know we love the comedians when they come on by. Um, We got her on the horn. We'll take her any way we can. It's the lovely and talented uh, Kelsey Cook. She's at the world-famous Punchline right down here on Battery Street. And uh, Kelsey, welcome to the show. You have a show tonight. You're doing a Wednesday deal, huh? Yeah, hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, it starts tonight. Uh, I got one show tonight, one show tomorrow, and then two Friday and Saturday. That When your Wednesday show, people always say it's either A, real fans of comedy, or real fans of yours, right? Right, yeah. People assume that comics are going to hate a middle-of-the-week show, but we actually like those more sometimes than just, you know, an early Saturday where maybe people are doing Groupons, they don't really know <laughs> what they're like, what they want, and, uh, but people that come out on a Wednesday are, are diehard people, and that's the best. So for you, um, you know, when you started off, uh, was it more, you know what, I'm going to get up there because I think I can do this, or was it like, girl, you're hilarious, get on up there? <laughs> um, I started to do uh, a public speaking class in college and I started turning my assignments into comedy sketches basically, uh, which I, like, I didn't need to. I was taking eulogies and trying to make them funny and my professor pulled me aside and was like, I've never seen somebody try to make a eulogy funny and I feel like you should probably do something with this because you're going way above and beyond for no reason other than you clearly like doing this. So uh, I did an open mic at my college cafeteria, which is truly like the first hell gig to ever do. You should never perform in a cafeteria. But yeah, I did that. And then I think if it goes even marginally well the first time, it's like crack. You're just, you're hooked. So you're in your cafeteria. Did you think one day you'd get past and SD and Liz would have you at the cellar and you're like, I mean, can you, who was the, who wrecked you at the cellar, by the way? So Jim Norton and Bob Saget, they are my two comedy fairy godmothers. Mm. I don't know how it happened, but, um, they're, they're incredible. And I ended up opening on tour for Jim Norton for three years. So they were who recommended me there. And then did the audition, was terrified, but it went well and I got passed. So felt very lucky. Yeah, and then everybody glommed onto you. I mean, Brian Regan and and Burt Kreischer, Whitney, um, everybody wanted a piece of Kelsey, right? Oh, that's sweet. I mean, I uh, I mostly we just had them on um, our podcast, Self Helpless, and mm-hmm. uh, my web series, Risk of Fury. But that was getting to play Brian Regan at Foosball in Las Vegas was such a highlight. I mean, that was that was just incredible. Did he do his like face a couple times? <laughs> he did. His punishment for losing is that we made him go stand on the strip, like how they are always out there giving out, um, you know, stripper cards and stuff. Right, right. We made him stand out there with his business cards and try to get people to come to his comedy show or follow him online. And you would watch people 
take his business card and then just immediately throw it in the trash. And I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> you guys, like, how do you not know who this is? It was pretty great to uh, watch him have to do that. You could see he wanted to unzip his skin and crawl out of it. Now, did you ever have to bark on McDougald or Times Square? Did you ever have to do that? I did not. I got fortunate in uh, in not having to do that part in New York. So, yeah. And by the way, you were kind of sandbagging because foosball runs in the family, doesn't it? it? It does. I had really no choice in the matter. My parents met playing in the professional foosball tournament, so I, I literally wouldn't exist if I weren't for foosball. It was <laughs> in my DNA. They started putting me on a stool when I was like two years old so I could be tall enough to see the top of the table. And now, you know, we decided to name this tour the Hustler Tour because every city I go to, I find a bar that's near the comedy club and then hustle people after the show at football. So it's been really fun. How much is it a faux pas when someone spins their player? I can't have it. It's <laughs> banished. <laughs> it's a big penalty. Yeah, you, there's there's actually a ton of rules in football, but no spinning is probably the number one one. So how, I, just as last foosball question, I didn't realize I had so many. Um, but <laughs> how often do you throw your hand on your goalie? Is that a last-minute thing, or are you one of those players that always kind of has a hand on the goalie? Um, it really depends. So if uh, generally, let's say somebody is about to shoot from the back, right, you want to set your defense up in a way where you are covering the majority of uh, the goal, obviously, and playing like a zone defense. But if somebody continues to score on you without your hands back there, sometimes I will jump back to my back rods and set my five bar and my three bar up in a way to have zone defense up there. I, it probably sounds like I'm speaking Spanish right now. <laughs> like, it sounds so technical. But, yeah, I, I try to be more offensive than defensive, I think. Now, the other thing I read about you is that the yo-yos run in your family. Now, as a kid who grew up in the 70s, we had yo-yos and we'd do the cat's cradle and walk the dog and all that stuff. But but you guys took it yeah. to, the, to the next level, right? Yeah, my dad is so weird. He um, you know, <laughs> met my mom in the pro football circuit, but then he's also a slam poetry champion and an international yo-yo man so like you know sex appeal of a fanny pack just really crushing it i don't know why he's chosen to devote so much of his time to just his like very bizarre hobbies but he just loves like mastering really weird obscure things now for you you're multi-talented i was just looking at your website before i went on the air and you have a you have a for less than a hundred dollars a makeup course I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something that kind of came out of the pandemic, but I've um, always loved um, always loved makeup, would do my own makeup for television appearances, and I started to get messages over the years of people asking me to teach them how to do it, and so I just started an online course, and now I do virtual makeup workshops still. It's hard to find the time now that the tour is in full swing, but um, I still will try and do them like once a month, so that's a good time. Very cool. Last question for you. You mentioned the pod self helpless with your friends uh, Delaney Fisher and Taylor Tomlinson, and I was, you know, I'm a huge fan of Sam Morell. He's been in here with me several times, and he was very public. Oh, nice. Yeah, he was very public. They were together, then they broke up, and then they got, they got back together. And what's interesting is he <laughs> right. put he put out that doc um, uh, full capacity, and they're talking on the stairs when they were broken right. up. You know, so I, I guess through the pod, you guys went through that whole thing too, huh? 
<laughs> we did, but they are together now, and we actually, as like a little sneak peek, we just shot four new episodes of my foosball web series, Rist of Fury, um, while we were at the Moon Tower Comedy Festival in Austin a couple weeks ago, and Sam and Taylor came on as guests together. So it's our first time having a couple on the show, and they were just so funny. They were amazing. So uh, subscribe to the All Things Comedy YouTube channel. That's where you can see the 23 other episodes of The Risk of Fury and see the one when Taylor and Sam come out. Very cool. And if you're in the city, NorCal, get over to the uh, Punchline, a show tonight at 8. Got a Thursday show. Got two on Friday as well. Uh, that's over there at the Punchline. Get your tickets, punchlinecomedy.club and, or .com, punchlinecomedyclub.com. And uh, as I mentioned, kelseycook.com for more information and the makeup course. Kelsey, thanks for coming on, and uh, let's catch up down the road. Awesome. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Bye. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. 
When you want to protect your IRA or 401k, don't trust it to just anyone's hands. It's your money. You earned it, and you deserve the best protection available. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. We've provided gold and silver IRAs to thousands of Americans, including Joe Montana himself, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Augusta is trusted by all these people because we have a simple process requiring little more than a phone call to book an appointment for a one-on-one web conference on the benefits of buying gold inside your IRA. Our objective, to educate you on the economy and on the way Americans are using gold as an important part of their wealth protection plans. So do what Joe Montana did. Protect your IRA with gold and silver. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. always goes commando i do and uh, coming up in the next segment we will have uh madison pruitt who is a, a huge a tv star from the uh the bachelor and uh there's this article that says why did madison pruitt quit the bachelor and uh apparently she got down to the final two madison pruitt and hannah Anne Sluss, but Madison self-eliminated herself from the show. Is that a term, self-eliminate? Madison reluctantly accepted Peter's rose after he slept with the other two women. Oh, Um, I always wonder when it comes to The Bachelor, when they meet the parents with the final three, because the guy has sex with all three because they do overnights, and then when it's The Bachelorette, the girl has sex with all three guys. So when they meet, I've only seen one season of The Bachelor, and it was about maybe 12 years ago, 15 years ago, and that was enough. I got pulled in by a friend. But I always wonder when the the girl brings the guy over on The Bachelor, the the dad is never, and the mother's like, oh my gosh, it's true love. (laughs) After three weeks, it's true love. And the dad always looks at him like, yeah, this guy had sex with the other two guys. <laughs> I remember one time I asked my friend, and she said, just make sure you go first. I'm like, yeah, but still, yes. <laughs> then he's with the other two. I don't know. We can ask uh, Maddie about that. Maddie, by the way, uh, from uh, Auburn University. Go Tigers. She's written a book. So we'll see. She's one of those types you'd see on the cover of uh, People magazine. Yes. And I'm sure Amer- there are people in America like beloved. That's the other thing, too. When they see you get a rose and cry, oh, my gosh. Millions of sorority girls and old ladies across the country. I love her. We'll see. All right. As I mentioned, John Gruden is out. We know that. 
But um, when uh, Jeff Fisher was head coach of the Rams, they drafted Michael Sam. And uh, John Gruden wrote, uh, you know, that F uh, word, uh, not effer, but, you know, the homosexual F word, uh, Goodell pressured the Rams to draft queers, plural. And so uh, today, uh, Jeff Fisher has responded. Probably the same way I would have, or I said before. Michael Sam was the SEC Co-Defensive Player of the Year in 2013, and we selected him in the 2014 NFL Draft based upon his defensive production and pass-rushing skill set on the field. As a head coach for over 20 years, we drafted or didn't draft players based on a variety of qualities. Their sexual orientation would never and should never play a part in the decision-making process. I continue to support Michael and his decision to come out as the first draft-eligible openly gay player in the league. It took courage to serve as a role model for those competitive football players who may also happen to be gay. Lastly, the NFL never encouraged or discouraged me regarding selection of a potential prospect. So about what you would think Jeff Fisher would say, and I probably would have said it exactly the same way. And that's the thing about Michael Sam. When you are a first team all SEC, there were teams interested. Remember, when the Rams cut him, who picked him up? Jerry Jones did. He was over there at the Cowboys for a little bit. But the thing was is that he was way undersized for the position he played. He did not have the strength or the size to get around NFL tackles. And so he was going to be a special teams guy and a a backup. And who knows what would have happened uh, if he was a huge star. I don't know, but I can tell you this. If he was a huge star, he wouldn't have gotten cut. And then the irony is that Gruden found himself on a team with Carl Nassib, who came out as gay a few months ago. And Gruden has, you know, when Nassib said it, Gruden praised him. It was in June. It was during Pride Month. But you could say, well, the skeletons in Gruden's closet reveal that he had a much darker view of such gay individuals. Um, listen, it, it's called, I'm not trying to make any excuses for, for Gruden because there are no excuses for him. But... Uh, because somebody says something disparaging and then in public says something else, that to me is pretty much par for the course. That's the same thing as, you know, when, when maybe passive aggressive and it's like, Oh, your dress is so beautiful. You look great. You look amazing. And then the lady leaves and they go, Oh, she looks like she looks so cheap. Her butt is sticking out. That's way too low cut. You know, (laughs) when people, are listening to you, you're probably not going to say, well, you know, I'm really homophobic and I hate gay people. So, I mean, Carl Nassib can say whatever he wants and I'll play him if he's good, but I'm, I'm upset. I really don't want a gay guy on my team. You know, is he going to say that? No. So that was the thing that I think a lot of people are having problems with is that when it was just racist, he wasn't fired. But when it was homophobic, he was. And 
it's like uh, you know Dave Chappelle. <laughs> if you've seen his latest special, he talks about how the he's jealous about how the gay movement has made much more progress than than black people have, and he's of course he's going to have a lot of jokes that you may or may not think is funny. I think I think Dave Chappelle's hilarious, and there are no rules uh, in comedy. But <clears throat> the thing that that uh, with Gruden now is not only does he lose a job um, with uh, six years basically left on a uh, $100 million contract, is that now everyone is making him persona non grata at this point. And you'd say, well, what do you mean by that? Well, what I mean by that is that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have removed his name from their ring of honor. He doesn't exist anymore. This is from the statement at the Bucks. Quote, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have advocated for purposeful change in the areas of race relations, gender equality, diversity, and inclusion for many years. While we acknowledge John Gruden's contributions on the field, his actions go against our core values as an organization. Therefore, he will no longer continue to be a member of the Buccaneers' ring of honor. These statements were made exactly 10 years after John Gruden won the Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. I was there. It sucked. I hated it. It was lame. Um, So, I mean, you could say, well, this was an email from 10 years after that. He's off the ring. And then it's an email 10 years before he's with the Raiders and he's out. As I was saying, it's just if you hire someone who's a wife beater then what you're saying is we don't care about women's rights and we think it's okay if you beat up your wife just to say you're sorry and uh, and move on. You know, um, it. Uh, you have to think, what what is the crime? Like, would, would Michael Vick be able to come back into the league nowadays? Have we changed how we feel about torturing and executing helpless pets and dogs? I don't know. That's probably about the same. I don't know if dogs' rights have come up anymore, but, yeah, there were some people who were absolutely flabbergasted. In fact, um, one of my listeners hates the fact that I even say his name out loud because she loves dogs so much. And I'm sorry I said his name out loud. Remember the guy I had on my show? um, I don't know if you know. You had to be listening a couple years ago. He was on the uh, men's Olympic team in Korea. And he went by one of those um, pounds where they had all these dogs in cages that were to be sold and eaten. And he started up a new thing called Dogs Are Friends, Not Food. And he was trying to release every single dog he could in Korea. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, but just getting back to uh, John Fisher now, as I, what he said there was, like I said, probably word for word what I would have said uh, as well. And... Um, you know, you just wonder about the sanctity of a private conversation, and the the uh, answer to that is there is no sanctity of a private conversation. <clears throat> you know, I text things to my friends, you know, jokes and things, and uh, if it was taken out of context, you know, what would that mean? I had Jeremy Affelt on my show last week, and he was talking about his new brewery in Bernie, Texas, called Free Rome. And I said, are you making Pilsners for yourself and then the IPAs for the people? And he said, we do everything here. We're making IPAs. We're making hefts. We're doing a lot of blondes. 
And I said, I won't take that out of context that you just said we're doing a lot of blondes. But somebody could. Somebody could probably take that statement and make that misogynistic. You know, if Max Bredos, remember when he said, who will find the chink in the armor for, um, you know, uh, Jeremy Lin? Ah, you said chink. What? No, chink in the armor. Nope. It's a synonym. No, it's not. You're racist. You're suspended. <laughs> but with the Gruden thing, look, everything he said was real. And he said, I'm sorry, I never meant to hurt anybody. And I agree with him. I don't think he was trying to hurt anybody. I think he was just venting uh, to, uh, to Bruce Allen. And uh, now the whole world has seen it. And the Raiders just simply couldn't live with that. And so now everyone who was mentioned in it, Jeff Fisher, and everyone has to sort of, they have, they, now they have to respond. So it just keeps going. Madison Pruitt will be with us on the other side. Come on back. Auto Parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Angie's List is now Angie, and getting your to-do list done just got easier. Between back to school and with the holidays around the corner, it can feel like there's no time to tackle home projects. Whether you need help with emergency repairs or major upgrades, Angie matches you with top local pros who can get the job done right. Browse reviews, see upfront pricing, and instantly book hundreds of projects. Save time for what matters most. Book your next project at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. 
you get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. Tittle is a majestic stallion. All right. Uh, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast. Uh, when we get Maddie Pruitt, we'll throw her on the air. How about that? I call her Maddie because we're uh, we're pretty tight, actually. We, we've been through a lot together. What do you want? Uh, last night, um, as Dominic was reminding me, that uh, Walker Bueller did start that game on uh, short rest for the Dodgers. And, um, it was, uh, it was pretty much a snoozer and, um, uh, two nothing. And then when bets hit that two run home run and you kind of thought, yeah, it's not their night. Boy, how good is Mookie bets, by the way? I mean, it's ridiculous. He, he was that X factor that got them over the top and last year and and then i mean he's such a skinny little guy too but he just he's babe ruth up there it's crazy and he really could have tied things up in game three was was, um instead of uh brandon crawford uh being the hero now but uh walker bueller in elimination games now by the way he's pitched in 21 and two-thirds innings of elimination games he has a one two five era but when you get shut out, you want to come back and strike early. Uh, and they did. Getting one in the first, getting another one in the second. So now the stage is set. And we've never had two teams who have won at least 106 games um, in, the, in the same division. We've never had two teams 109 wins face each other in a postseason series. And um, they're going to get the Braves. That's right, the Bravos. Probably, you know, you think about, I talked about how the Brewers, no one's talking about them. I think we were talking about them more than we were Atlanta. My doctor said my Atlanta. But the Giants are going to send Logan Hill to the bump. Logan Hill to the bump, Logan Webb to the hill. And um, we'll talk about uh, more about that uh, tomorrow. Absolutely. Remember, uh, Julio Urias, 20-3 and three with a 2.96 ERA. All right. Uh, once again, welcome back to the show Coast to Coast and Around the World on American Forces Radio Network. I'm Rick Tittle, and uh, we're very happy to be joined now by TV personality Madison Pruitt. And not just uh, TV personality, but uh, author, because her debut book is coming out on October 19th, less than a week. And it is entitled Made for This Moment, Standing Firm with Strength, Grace, and Courage. And uh, Madison, welcome to the show. What was the inspiration for writing a book? Because you're so young and usually, you know, people wait till they're like 40. But you've already got all this experience. You just you had to get it out, right? 
<laughs> exactly. I mean, for me, it was all about really taking a look at the questions people were asking me and kind of the feedback I was getting. And so many people, you know, seeing me on The Bachelor, you know, just asking me, how are you able to stand firm under pressure? How are you able to stay true to yourself? And so for me, I really took those questions and asked myself, okay, how can I put a message out there that's going to be able to answer these questions and add value to these people? And so I use, you know, all throughout the book, my experiences, the moments where I folded under pressure and I didn't knock down the game winning free throw and the <laughs> moments where, you know, I stepped up to the plate and God really gave me the strength, grace, and courage that I needed to walk out my purpose. And so that's kind of what I wanted to do with this book is to meet people exactly where they're at, not coming from a place of purpose perfection or having it all together, but rather just coming alongside of them, locking arms with them and saying, let's do, let's do this together. We are made for this moment and let's walk that out. I've always thought it is hard on those shows like we are in The Bachelor, because on the one hand, you know, you're genuinely trying to meet Mr. Right. You're trying to fall in love. On the other hand, you know, there are other women. He's hooking up with other women and then you're a devout Christian. That's a pretty tough road to navigate. Very much so. <laughs> it was not, it was not, that was not the most fun part of the experience. That is for sure. No, but honestly, you know, during that time, during my time on the show, it really did. It tested me in almost every single way possible. And, you know, I always say, you know, when you are squeezed and under pressure, what's inside of you is what's going to come out of you. And when I had, you know, so much pressure on me, so many voices around me and just really wrestling with, oh my gosh, like, what do I do? Why am I here? What is this supposed to look like? Um, I was able to really just stay true to myself and stand firm and be led by my values and my beliefs and, you know, my standards rather than kind of just going off of what everyone else expected of me and wanting me to do and were telling me to do. Um, but it was a very, a very difficult time. And I feel like, you know, you were mentioning earlier, uh, my book called Made for This Moment, Standing Firm in Strength, Grace and Courage. I feel like those three words were really redefined for me during my time on the show and what true strength, grace, and courage looks like. I think I had a false narrative and picture of what those three things were until I went on The Bachelor. So <laughs> I have The Bachelor to thank for that. Um, but yeah, it was definitely a very interesting time. You know, like you said, being a Christian who has high standards and values and, but also being on a show where a person that you are trying to build a relationship with is also entertaining other relationships at the same time. It's very interesting. <laughs> no doubt. A couple more questions here for Madison Pruitt. The, the dichotomy too of, you know, you talk about the times when you let yourself down and we all do that. We're all works in progress. None of us are perfect, but how do you go about forgiving yourself when you do miss that free throw? So I actually talk about this in my book, uh, you know, being able to like move past your past and move past your pain and your struggles um, because I believe that you can learn from all of those lessons. And I actually use this example in my book of this one scenario when I played basketball in high school. And I had this girl on my team who would always write on her shoe next play. And I felt, I thought that was so cool, you know, during basketball, because it's so easy, like in sports, you know, when you mess up on something to kind of hang your hat on that, you know, you're like, oh man, like I messed up and it's easy to kind of get in a funk and it affects the rest of your game. It affects the rest of the, you know, the day. And I loved that she would, you know, write on her shoe and just speak over herself. Next play, next play. Don't get caught up. If you mess up, keep going, you know, learn from it, do better the next play. And I thought that was so profound, not just in sports, 
but also in life. And I think that that's such a testament to all of us that we all have such a purpose for our life. But like you said, we're not perfect. We're works in progress. And that means we're going to fall short. We're going to mess up. And in those moments, instead of, you know, dwelling on them and, you know, spiraling down this place of shame and resentment, you know, it's, it's finding the, you know, ability to say, you know what, like, I'm going to learn from this experience and I'm going to speak over myself next play. Like, I'm not going to let this hold me back from what God has for me. And I'm going to continue um, to walk out, you know, what he's called me to do. And so that's been a huge thing for me is just continuing to remind myself, okay, like I didn't do that perfectly. I, I might've messed up there. I might've fallen short there. Okay. Next play. How can I learn from this so that I don't have to face this again or go through this again um, and, and get better for what's ahead. No, very well said. And uh, I, what, what is it like to Madison when, you know, you're on a show like that and you have so many, I mean, you have whole sororities and dorms gathering to watch. There are parties, they, they blog about it, they tweet about it. You have, you know, these, these old ladies and men who feel like you're their daughter. They live and die with you. What's it like when everyone almost just feel like they're your family member because they're so into it? You know, I think it's really interesting because one of the things I always say and have to constantly remind myself just with what I do and with how I live is it's just remind myself is like, it's not about me because it's very easy with the position that I'm in to get really caught up in what everybody is saying, what everyone feels, everyone, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinions and that's good and that's bad. Like people are going to have good things to say about you. People are going to have bad things to say about you. And it was going to be really hard for me if I were to kind of allow my worth, my value, my identity to get caught up in the validation of other people, whether they were affirming me, whether they were attacking me. And so for me, the best thing I have been able to do during this time and kind of what I talk about even in my book and what I try and encourage people with is to just remember that this life is so much bigger than you. It's not about you. Your life is meant to add value to other people and give back. And if you can live with that mindset, then you won't be worried about the people who are praising you. You won't be worried about the people who are attacking you. Like you're, you're going to be able to just keep your eyes on the prize, keep your eyes ahead and just run your race. And that's what I try and do um, is not get so caught up because it's easy to know, you know, let things get to your head and get a big head and be like, okay, all these people are saying these things or to just walk around insecure all the time because people are just constantly saying all these negative things. And so for me, it's been, okay, I don't, I don't read all the comments. I don't look at all the, the papers and the articles all the time. It's like, how can I filter through all of that? Just know exactly who I am, what I've been called to do and run my race well with my eyes ahead. Um, and just remember that I'm a part of something so much bigger than myself and that I'm made for this moment, just as you are. And so that is what I try and do because yeah, there's a lot of opinions out there and everyone feels entitled to their opinion, whether it's good or bad. So for me, it's just, I try not to allow my identity or purpose get attached to what other people feel or say or think, but just remember, this is who God has called me to be. And this is the purpose that I have for my life. No, very well said. And then sometimes you're sifting through all those comments and then Adley Rushman's trying to marry you. I mean, it's... <laughs> You never know what you're going to get. Great guy. Great guy. <laughs> All right, everybody, make sure to uh, check out the book, Made for This Moment, Standing Firm with Strength, Grace, and Courage, from our guest, Madison Pruitt. Madison, thanks for being on the show. Congratulations on the book. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. All right, uh, no doubt about it. Yeah, and that last little <clears throat> bit of news, you might remember Adley Rushman, the number one overall pick by the uh, Baltimore Orioles. Uh, last summer, um, there was a, a picture that Madison put out on uh, social media, and uh, she put uh, 
Roses, so she wrote, roses are red, violets are blue. Whoever finishes this best, dinner on me for two. Aha. And so then Rushman wrote, roses are red, violets are blue. I'll change your name to Rushman from Prue. I thought that was pretty good. And then she said, whoa, this is moving really fast. First, I need to know how do you say that last name. And then he wrote, guess we'll have something to talk about over dinner then. Yeah, it didn't work. But I like the effort. Number one overall pick, baby. Come on back. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. <laughs> You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. 
That's 800-817-2968. You're so ugly you could be a modern art masterpiece. sure Rick Tittle is the father of my child, but I'm 100% sure Rick Tittle is a jackass. Ah, hurts my feelings. We have another hour to go. Author Samanda Durbin will join us in about 45 minutes. Other than that, open lines, 1-800-878-PLAY. You know, earlier this year when the Raiders beat the Steelers at Heinz Field, uh, Mike Tomlin had a lot of uh, praise for John Gruden. Tomlin learned a lot from him when uh, he was under... John Gruden with the Buccaneers, and he always talked about Gruden had a can-do approach. He said he loved his his positive energy. So uh, they asked him last night in Pittsburgh, what do you think about Gruden's career being over? He said, I'm just saddened by it. I'm saddened for the Raiders organization. I'm saddened for the people that were offended by it. I'm saddened for Coach Gruden. It's a sad commentary And that's really the only opinion that I care to share at this juncture. And look, I mean, he's just two days removed from stepping down. And um, even before um, uh, Mike Tomlin was the defensive coordinator, by the way, with the Vikings for one year, he was the DB coach uh, for four years uh, for John Gruden. And he was there when they won the Super Bowl as well. But when they were playing each other right before the game, they were asking about, you know, the Raiders are coming to town. What do you think about Gruden? He told the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, he looks at an issue or a problem. He sees it as an opportunity. I worked for him for four years. You can't fake that. It's every day from him. I've probably always generally had that mentality, but he helped me hone it as a vocation as a coach, his can-do approach, the positive energy that he consistently brings to whatever challenge that the job presents helped me grow in a big way as a coach when I worked for him as a young guy, for sure. And that's the thing to remember. Because whenever somebody uh, has something like this happen, what is everyone going to say? You know, what a POS, what a garbage human being. What an awful, awful man. What an evil man. Now, by the way, Deuce, his son, or John Gruden the second, he just goes by Deuce. Deuce will remain as the strength and conditioning coach of the Raiders. Uh, it's not like the whole family is getting the heave-ho uh, from uh, Mark Davis. But uh, John Gruden had some pretty good moments. There's no doubt. And... Al Davis, the only time he ever hired outside the organization was Mike Shanahan, and that was a disaster. And so he always tried to promote from within, Art Shell, Tom Flores, John Madden, whoever it was. Tom Cable, Hugh Jackson. But when he went out and he got the Philadelphia Eagles, it was Andy Reid was a head coach, and his young coordinator, John Gruden, that was a huge thing. You're hiring that young offensive coordinator. John Gruden did a lot of good stuff, but... 
You know, you need people like Mike Tomlin to remind you at this point. I'm Rick Tittle. We've got another hour. We'll see you in a second. Radio News with Lance Pry. After being delayed for a day for weather, the Blue Origins New Shepard flight has launched from West Texas. Minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4. Command engine start. 2, 1. Traveling just over 351,000 feet above the launch pad, the booster rocket returned safely with a perfect landing. The capsule with the astronauts, including William Shatner, deployed three parachutes and landed perfectly as well at 11 a.m. Eastern. How about that, guys? How about that, guys? That was unlike anything they described. The mission marked a sixth non-governmental suborbital spaceflight. Coachella Festival attendees will no longer be required to be vaccinated against the coronavirus to gain entry into the popular California Music Festival near Palm Springs. USA Radio News. If you're tired of big cable bills and want to cut the cord, you can still get Newsmax TV for free. Millions of Americans like you are watching Newsmax. It's available on all major cable systems or get it free on major streaming platforms. Watch Newsmax on smart TVs like Samsung, LG, Vizio, and more. Find Newsmax on your hub guide or use the TV app. Newsmax also streams free on Roku, Zumo, Pluto, Amazon Fire, TiVo, Apple TV, Chromecast, and more. More than 7 million people have downloaded the free Newsmax app on their smartphones. There's no paywall or subscription, so watch Newsmax anytime, anywhere. Forbes calls Newsmax a news powerhouse. And watch great shows with Mike Huckabee, Greg Kelly, Rob Schmidt, Diamond and Silk, Stinchfield, and a lot more. Find out why America is tuning in to Newsmax TV, the fastest-growing cable news channel. It's a source you can trust. Newsmax is real news for real people. The pandemic is changing the way Americans view retirement. Tim Berg from the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau explains. A new survey from Northwestern Mutual found that the pandemic is forcing 35% of Americans to change their plan regarding retirement. Most of those surveyed say they'll retire later than planned, while some will step away from their job even earlier than expected. The financial services company also found the average age of expected retirement is just below 63 years old. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. In a slap to the face of climate change theorists, China has announced plans to build more coal-fired power plants and has hinted it will rethink its timetable to slash emissions. After a meeting of Beijing's National Energy Commission, the Chinese premier, Li Keqiang, in a statement said China stressed the importance of regular energy supply after much of the country was plagued into darkness by rolling blackouts that hit factories and homes. USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-215-5141. 
800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. Dereliction of constitutional duty. That's one claim a lawmaker in Washington is making as he's asking his colleagues to impeach DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Tim Berg from the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau reports. As the crisis on the U.S.-Mexico border continues, Texas Republican Congressman Dan Crenshaw is calling for Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas to be impeached. That news as we hear that construction of sections of the border wall in South Texas is being halted once again by the feds. The Department of Homeland Security announced late last week that it was ending existing contracts to build the wall in the Rio Grande Valley and Laredo areas. Crenshaw explaining on Fox and Friends why he believes Mayorkas should be impeached. I think there's very clear examples of a deliberate dereliction of constitutional duty uh, on the part of the Secretary of Homeland Security. To protect so it's not, the it's not just can't to protect this country. It's a, and it actually it has very little to do with the cancellation of, of the border wall contracts. I think that's infuriating. But what the real dereliction of duty is simply refusal to actually enforce the laws of our country. And those laws might be our asylum process laws. Those laws might be internal enforcement inside where deportations are necessary. necessary. Those laws might be simply crossing the border illegally. The Rolling Stones are self-canceling one of their most popular rock songs in concert due to lyrics that depict the horrors of slavery. Jumpin' Jack Flash is no longer on their set list. I'm Lance Pry, USA Radio News. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, my heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800 410 Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Hour three, back and live with you, downtown San Francisco, home studios of Sports Byline USA. And it's great to have you with us, wherever you might happen to be listening. And uh, you can always chime in and talk a little sports. In fact, we will talk some sports. You don't have an actress? Now, I have an author coming up at uh, 1140 Pacific time. But uh, I want to take a look back at some of these ALDSs. Uh, and NLDSs, <laughs> plural, uh, that are uh, in the books. I always think uh, it's interesting, too, when something that I've never, ever, ever been interested in 
and I don't think I don't think I ever will be. Uh, is recruiting days and who's committing to what? Because I've never ca- cared about any college enough to be like, oh my gosh, we got that guy. I mean, I remember probably when I was at St. Mary's College, Eric Bamberger was California Basketball Player of the Year. He was he was in uh, Walnut Creek. And he committed to St. Mary's, and I was like, and this was this huge big man, and they said he was going to go to the NBA. And I remember I was excited that he committed. He played there two years, and he transferred to Cal. <laughs> but one of the top headlines <clears throat> right now is that uh, four-star wide receiver, a high school wide receiver, Jaden Gibson, is going to be making his uh, announcement uh, live coming up here at 11.30. And uh, his uh, shell game, he'll have six hats out. Baylor, Miami, Florida, South Carolina, and Arkansas. Everyone says he's going to be picking Florida. But here's the thing. Bless his heart. Gibson, where is he ranked in the top 200 high school players? 170. So it's awesome for his family. It's great for him. It's great for his coaches. It's great for the school that gets him, but I just, I've never been able to get into it because I've always been more of a pro guy than a college guy myself. Not that I don't like the college, but yeah. All right, we'll talk some sports. Come on back. Microband 24 protects against Staphylococcus aureus and Enterobacter aerogenes bacteria, but does not provide 24-hour protection against viruses. Every time you touch a surface, you leave behind bacteria. Use Microband 24 sanitizing spray to keep surfaces sanitized all day. Spray on hard surfaces to kill 99.9% of bacteria and viruses initially, including the virus that causes COVID-19. Microband 24 keeps killing bacteria for 24 hours, touch after touch. When used as directed, Microband 24, touch after touch, it doesn't give up. With just one spray of Microband 24, your hard surfaces are sanitized for up to 24 hours, touch after touch after touch. So six hours from now? Still sanitized. 12 hours? Yep. 18 hours. We're really doing this. 24 hours. When used as directed, one spray of Microband keeps killing 99.9% of bacteria, touch after touch for, yeah, up to 24 hours. Wow. Microband 24, the sanitizer four out of five doctors would use in their own homes. So why aren't you? If you've got a small business, you know there's nothing more valuable than your time. So why waste it at the post office? Stamps.com makes it easy to mail and ship right from your computer. No special equipment required. Whether you're in office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. You'll even get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. And their new Rate Advisor tool lets you compare shipping rates across carriers so you always find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk, and when you go to Stamps.com and use offer code FOCUS, you'll receive a four-week free trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top and enter code FOCUS. That's Stamps.com, promo code FOCUS. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours. Any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? 
going through a divorce. Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800 306 and welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you, and you can chime in and have your say. 1-800-878-PLAY. Change your name to Rushman from Prue. Uh, let's go to the phone lines with Vince in Lafayette. How you doing, Vince? Uh, all right. I just want to say something about Gruden, and I and I. You're probably thinking I'm crazy when I say this, but I just think it's really unfair. And and there's we're in a cancel society. It's gone off in the deep end. I remember Bill Maher was like the, one of the first guys to get canceled, and that was uh, way back when it was politically incorrect because he said something that we should think about maybe going in. Uh, Iraq before, and he was actually correct when everybody else was wrong. And, and I, I mean, I don't agree with Gruden said at all. Don't get me wrong. But I don't want to wind up with China where we all have to think and say the same thing. Otherwise, we're dead. I mean, that's what I feel like almost like we're heading to. Like, we do, you can't have a difference of opinion. I mean, it doesn't make him a bad guy. I mean, everybody has difference of opinions, and, and most people have skeletons in their closet. And I, I just think, you know, like, I mean, they're getting to the so extreme, but like somebody says something on Facebook in seventh grade or whatever, or whatever the kids are using, they can't get into college for it. I mean, it's insane. I, I just think we're going so extreme. I mean, it doesn't make him a bad coach. I just think he, I don't think he should have been fired. I just said, that's his opinion. That's not the Raiders' opinion. And he's not expressing it on TV or yelling about it every day in the newspaper. That was in the, in the email. And I don't know. I just think we're we're going dangerously in this country now, where I just think we're all going to have to think the same way and not say anything, or we'll all stay quiet, and that's when you lose your freedom of speech. I mean, do you have any opinion on that, or do you think I'm like off the deep end saying that? No, I I think I think private conversations should stay private, but in in today's world, if you have an employee. And he, those things get out there that he at any point in his life said that, then you have to fire him. Otherwise, it makes it look like you endorse those opinions. But yes, I don't like choking conformity. Uh, I, I, you know, and, and I would never, ever, ever apologize for a private message unless I offended the person with whom I was speaking. I would never apologize to a group of strangers or apologize to Twitter. But I do understand that the Raiders really had no choice because it would look like in today's world that they're okay with a guy who uses that type of language, even though everybody behind closed doors in the NFL probably says that stuff anyway. They just it can't come public. So 
it's too bad, but that's just the way it works now. Yeah, see, I, that's why I think I wish Davis had more, you know, kahunas, because I would have just told everybody to go stick it. I mean, I'm just saying this, like you said, everybody, a lot, no, I shouldn't say everybody, a lot of people say that behind closed doors or in the email or something like that, and he's not, like, broadcasting it, and, and it's his opinion. He's not, like, going out in the NFL and going out there every day, this is my, this is what I believe in or whatever, and just keep pounding it out. I mean, that's crazy people. But, I mean, everybody has opinions, and they may think that, you know, personally, I, I, I think it's gross when people do that, but I don't think, I think it's their right, and I have no right to tell them what to do, you know, when people you know, are gay. I think that's their, their, their right, uh, but, I, you know, I don't condone it, but, uh, you know, if I say that, am I going to get fired now because I, I disagree with their behavior? I mean, it, it, there's a big difference. Like I said, I think everybody should have a right to do what they want, but I, I just don't want to get this conformity. I'm just getting really worried. I, I just remember Bill Maher was one of the first ones. And I just remember, I think it was most people on the right that wanted to crucify him and uh, because he said we, we shouldn't go into Iraq war. And you look back on it, he was 100% right. I mean, so, and, and I look at the vaccines right now. If you look at the data, according to Israel, and, and it's pretty accurate data, I mean, the vaccine does not prevent you from getting the, the COVID. It, it just prevents you from getting sicker. Well, young people don't get sick as much than old people, but you still spread it either whether if you have the vaccine or not. You're still going to spread it. I mean, those are the facts. So young people really don't really need to get it as much as old people, like or people with, uh, you know, preconditioned uh, conditions, because we don't know the long-term effects of the vaccine. We won't know that for 10 to 15 years from now. And that's why I think we should take a breath and look at that study from Israel and say, and then people who had the uh, virus have the antibiotics in their system. They don't really need to get the vaccine. I mean, if you really think about it, if you just look at the, the doctors, and if you look at the two groups who don't want to get the vaccine, it's blacks, which is more than half. It's like 35% don't want to get the vaccine. And doctors, nurses, they're the ones that don't want to get it. Well, the doctors, that's just send a red flag out there. These aren't, you know, Trump people running around that are crazy. These are, you know, educated people. And, and, and I'm just saying is, like I said, we don't know the after effects of the vaccine in the long term. Like, for me, I needed to get it. There's no doubt about it. My wife got it because she's in a hospital working all the time. Um, and my, I got my son to make sure and he got it because he plays football and baseball. And he's, you know, tackling people. He's, you know, constant contact. So... You know, like, so I'm not like going around telling everybody to get the vaccine or not get the vaccine. I, I think it should be individual choice. And I'm just worried that our society is going into like China where everybody's got to go to the same thought process. Like, even like Democrats and Republicans don't get along, which is crazy. I mean, I consider myself probably a Republican, but the only one in my family. I mean, when I mean only one, every cousin, um, you know, every distant relative. You know, wife, kids, everybody, all Democrats. So I would be ostracized, you know, if they, they wanted to do that to me. But, you know, I don't go around yelling at them and say, hey, you got to think this way. I, I always, like my kids, I always let them choose what they want it to be. And, and I don't understand why everybody against each other. It just seems ridiculous that, you know, we're all Americans and, you know, we should have our own freedom of choice. And it doesn't make one person right and one person wrong. And I, I just hope we don't go into that in our society, and I'm really getting worried that, um, like I said, 
I've been wrong a million times in my life. <laughs> I could tell you that. The older you get, the you look back on you. Oh, God, I can't believe how many times I've been wrong. So when you go around telling people to think this way and you're wrong, years later you look back on it and you go, well, shoot, I shouldn't have said that. That's why it's better to let people make their own decisions because you might tell somebody to think this way and then, then you turn out to be wrong and then you look, you look like an idiot. So that's my philosophy in life is, you know, you know, everybody should choose their own thoughts and their own patterns. But I, I'm just getting worried. I, I mean, I'm seeing this more and more in the U.S. And, it, you know, I don't know if you notice it, too, but I just hope we don't keep going down this road because I, I like what I loved about this country so much is individual free choice, you know, and freedom of, you know, you could think whatever you want it to be. You know, believe me, bigots I can't stand. But, you know, they have a right to be a bigot, but I just don't want to hang around them. <laughs> I just <laughs> run away from them. But I don't know. I, I just don't want to cancel everybody just because they think different than me. I mean, do you think that way or do you think um, this is a good way to go? And here I thought you were calling to talk about the National Hockey League. Well, I am. I'll say one more thing about that, the Hockey League. Um, I heard Kerr, you know, you know, her, you know, everybody knows about the situation now. The way I'm, I'm reading it and it's going to happen with him is if he does get suspended from the NHL, he, the Sharks will still have to pay him, but his salary won't count. Talking about Evander um, Kane? Yeah. Kane. They'll have to pay him, but it, they won't count against the salary cap. So <laughs> he's still going to get his money. He's, he's, he's listed as non-roster right now, yeah. Ron Rasta and gets paid. That's the way the rules are in the NHL. I yeah. read it in the National Hockey League. So he will get paid even if he's not on the team. And, and if he gets suspended from the NHL and he can't play a game for the next four years, the Sharks still have to pay him, but it won't count against us. That happened to a player in the Kings. That's good. And, and, and so, That's good to hear. So, <laughs> yeah, so we'll have to pay him, but he <laughs> just won't count on the salary cap. That's not my so, money. I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I know, but it just doesn't seem fair that it's like – I mean, I'd rather have the guy play. That's just my opinion. But I mean, I I, I think Kane is an idiot. I mean, I you know I just think he's an idiot. Um, a lot of hockey players don't have a high IQ. I just wish. Um, I just hope he could play. I mean, do you think he'll pl- ever play the Sharks again? Or no, no. I, I think I think he's done in the entire league. Hey, Vince, I got to run to a break, man. But thank you for calling. All right, take care. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. the news be prepared to pay more taxes then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years get ready the irs the largest collection agency in the world will be coming after you with the power to collect taxes by any means they want to hey they can freeze your bank account your passport even padlock your business oh good times look if the irs claims you owe them five thousand or more in back taxes and they're coming after you don't panic call my friends at get a tax lawyer first Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. 
In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Are you 60-plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low-Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. When you want to protect your IRA or 401k, don't trust it to just anyone's hands. It's your money. You earned it, and you deserve the best protection available. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. We've provided gold and silver IRAs to thousands of Americans, including Joe Montana himself, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Augusta is trusted by all these people because we have a simple process requiring little more than a phone call to book an appointment for a one-on-one web conference on the benefits of buying gold inside your IRA. Our objective, to educate you on the economy and on the way Americans are using gold as an important part of their wealth protection plans. So do what Joe Montana did. Protect your IRA with gold and silver. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. I'm just a caveman. Your world frightens and confuses me. Rick Tittle wants to hear from you. The phone call is free, y'all. Just dial 1-800-878-PLAY to get yourself on the air right now. Call him up now, lazy ass. 1-800-878-PLAY. I don't think you should be butting in when I'm talking to my team. You're my assistant, Okay. You're supposed to back me up and go get me juice boxes when I tell you. Now go get me a juice box. You know who you're talking to. I'm talking to the juice box guy. You're crazy. Well, I'm not crazy. I'm just thirsty. Why don't you go to hell? No, you go to hell. While you're there, why don't you grab me a juice box? I'm no juice box boy, I'll tell you that. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. All right, all right already. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, I was just told lickety split to get back in the broom closet. So here I am. Can I get a little more on my headset there? Just a teeny bit right there. A little bit more. A little bit more. There we go. How about that? Uh, Coming up in the next segment, Samantha Durbin has a new book called Raver Girl, Coming of Age in the 90s. Yeah. I I have some friends that uh, always say that uh, the 90s, that was their, uh, for me, the 90s was working in TV and being bored. No. <clears throat> so, uh, 1-800-878-PLAY. Looking back at, at baseball, 
And when you think about the Red Sox, remember when they weren't going to pay Mookie bets? Remember that? And uh, they brought in Chaim Bloom to kind of like take over in this new, cheaper version of the Red Sox. And, you know, you don't want the American League MVP. I think Chaim Bloom deserves a lot of credit. And I talked about some of those guys. You look at the, the, the Red Sox and you say, Christian Arroyo. Yeah, he was a Giants first-round pick and then went to Tampa and didn't seem like anybody wanted him, but he knew him from Tampa, did Bloom. But you look at Kike Hernandez. Kike Hernandez uh, had nine hits for the Red Sox in the ALDS, and they gave him... $7 million over the winter, <clears throat> $7 million per year. That's nothing. Garrett Whitlock was a Rule 5 pick, not only a Rule 5 pick, a Rule 5 pick from the Yankees. And he stayed on the team the whole year, as a Rule 5 player must do. And he had a 196 ERA and 73 innings. And he held Tampa Bay scoreless in his three-plus uh, frames that he had. You look at Nick Pavetta, led the Red Sox <clears throat> in innings in this series, in part to that clutch performance in that marathon portion of Game 3. But Bloom originally got uh, Pavetta and a prospect uh, from the Phillies in the trade last year in exchange for Heath Hembree and Brandon Workman. But really, to me, the unsung hero of this team is a guy by the name of Kyle Schwarber because he was very well-known. They brought him in at the deadline, and in 41 games down the stretch, he hit seven home runs and in the playoffs as well. But now you look to the people who didn't do well, and you look at Tony La Russa. <clears throat> this is the kind of series that they thought about when they brought him in. Ricky Renteria was the manager last year, and they lost to Oakland in the ALDS. And they weren't happy about that. Actually, it wasn't even a DS. It was a best of three. Remember, the pandemic playoffs were kind of weird. It was an extra round with extra teams. But Larusa, as always, he loves tinkering with his bullpen. And it uh, he ended his year with uh, Jose Abreu getting hit. And Tony La Russa was, <laughs> to say the least, he was not happy about that <clears throat> when Jose Abreu ended up getting plunked because he thought it was absolutely intentional. And uh, Kendall Graveman, and by the way, Liam Hendricks was back to his old self three-run homer to Jose Altuve. I mean, it's just when when the bright lights shine, the guy just doesn't get it done. He just doesn't. But Kendall Graveman, a former A's pitcher as well, who was traded over from Seattle to the bullpen, he hit Jose Abreu in the bottom of the eighth. And LaRusa said after the game, quote, it will be a good test of the character and credibility of the winning team because it was intentional. Catcher kept looking in the dugout, so they did hit him intentionally. It'll be really curious. They should have the guts 
to admit that they did. So, once again, this feud never ends. Dusty Baker said, I beg to differ with Tony. There was no intent and there was no reason to do that. Zero. Well, listen, the White Sox rotation led the American League in ERA, but they basically stunk in this series. And they're only the fifth rotation ever to compile a combined ERA over 10. A 10-2-2. In other words, they're one of the all-time worst rotations in baseball series, playoff series history. And then LaRusa said, what was the difference? Asked what was the difference. He said, quote, more than anything else, two out hits. You know, count the number of RBIs that we gave up with two outs. Couldn't get that last out. So if you think about not getting production from the uh, the left side of the dish with uh, righties hitting 295, they just couldn't get it done. <clears throat> and listen, Dusty Baker um, is one of only, let me see, I want to make sure I get this uh, stat right because it was interesting. Dusty Baker uh, has the 12th most wins in Major League Baseball history, but he's the only manager in the top 12 that has not won a World Series. So that's something else that I'm sure eats at him a little bit. But uh, the crowd at Guaranteed Rate Field uh, during the uh, two games just chanted cheaters, cheaters, and Ryan Tapera, the White Sox reliever, said that uh, Houston was stealing signs down at uh, Minute Maid. Kevin Correa, who's been very much adamantly uh, supportive of his teammates, even during those years, he said, we don't pay too much attention to that. In the clubhouse, it's all positivity. We love each other and care for each other. We have each other's back, and that's the most important thing to us. <clears throat> all right. Uh, so, yeah, sign-stealing drama, right now it's just accusations. But I also look at the Brew Crew because I kind of like the Brewers a little bit. They're, um, uh, even though they're a former American League team, I just kind of think, I kind of like the fact that it's, you know, a German town and brats and beer, and they've always got kind of a, you know, an underdog mentality. They've never won the World Series. Uh, but I look at Christian Yelich who was the MVP three years ago now. And he did not have a great season last year in the 60-game season. And uh, he didn't really make up for the make up for this year either. But in four games, he had three hits, struck out eight times, and uh, struck out to end game four on the Brewers' season. And he left three guys on base. And to make matters worse, there were a few too many instances in a short series like that where he did look a little bit overwhelmed at the dish. Afterwards, he said, I've got to be better. I came up in a lot of big spots throughout the year and this postseason as well. I came up short. That's how it rolls. It's part of the game. You have to take it all in and pick yourself up afterwards and keep moving. But I look at winners. I mean, when you think about the Rays being eliminated. What about Wander Franco? I mean, he did not waste time on the national stage for the first time. Seven for 19, two doubles, two home runs, four RBI, 
great defense as well. At no point did he look overmatched or out of place. And he's 18 months younger than Henry Davis. Who's Henry Davis? Henry Davis was the number one overall pick, the catcher by the Pirates in the last draft. And he's a year and a half younger than that guy. But then again, I look at uh, Brandon Lau because over the past two years, the guy has been pretty productive. And um, yet once October hits, Lau doesn't because in uh, 20 uh, games last fall, he hit 118 with three times more strikeouts than hits. And this time in the playoffs, Brandon Lau was 0 for 18, nine strikeouts. So that's the thing. When the pressure is I talked to Jeremy Affelt about that uh, last week. Why Jeremy Affelt, who had some very indifferent seasons. Sometimes he was great. Sometimes he was medium. Sometimes he stunk. And, in fact, in 2010, when he was on the roster, there were a lot of Giants fans who were like, why is he on the roster? And he has the third best ERA of any reliever in playoff history. I think it was 056. And he said, the guy at the plate is super nervous, and it would be done for me if my curveball's not working, that in a full count I would throw it and say, this time it's going to work. <laughs> so, yeah, some people step up. Sometimes they don't. That's why we call it sports. All right. When we come back from the break, we will talk to author Samantha Durbin. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. now Angie and caring for your home just got easier whether you need help with routine maintenance or a dream remodel Angie makes it easy to see reviews compare quotes and connect with top local pros who can get the job done right plus you can see upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects no phone tag just the work you need done at a time that works for you Angie's got your to-do list covered from start to finish book your next home project today at Angie.com that's A-N-G-I.com Syntec is back and better than ever at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Syntec is a premium full synthetic motor oil option at an affordable price. Right now, get five quarts of Syntec full synthetic and a MicroGuard Select filter for just $31.99. Syntec is formulated for today's engines to minimize friction, heat, and wear. Try Syntec today exclusively at O, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Here's a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation. But let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind Knowing you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-585-4760. 800-585-4760. 
That's 800-585-4760. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the uh, program. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. When we get our guest, we will throw her directly on the air. It'll be a soft landing now. Nothing violent. 1-800-878-PLAY. You know, kids, you know what we had yesterday, and we didn't get into it too much but we had so much going on with baseball playoffs and everything else is that we had the National Hockey League getting underway and we had the first ever game of the Seattle Kraken the Seattle Kraken and the Seattle Kraken went down to Vegas and uh, they put up a good fight they lost to the Golden Knights 4 to 3 The other game was the Penguins at the defending champs, and they destroyed Tampa Bay, um, Pittsburgh 6-2 over Dem. Not them, but Dem. By the way, the Warriors last night beat the Lakers 111-99. The Warriors are 4-0 in preseason. The Lakers are 0-5. That's how the regular season will be, too. But the Kraken are now underway. They are a real NHL team. And uh, my buddy, who is a huge Sharks fan, he we have this hockey texting group. It's it's him and two of my cousins who are half Canadian, big hockey Sharks fans. Um, in fact, my my the older of those two cousins years ago, like twenty years ago, did a film where he and a buddy got into a van and they drove to every NHL stadium in North America and saw a game, and they were actually interviewed by Don Cherry. In uh, Hockey Night in County. Don Cherry was another guy who got canceled. I forgot what he did, but it was something. He got canceled, too. But um, the Kraken... Anyway, my friend uh, texts us a picture, and it's him wearing a Kraken jersey. And the other my cousins were like, hey, it looks good. And I wrote, WTF? 
I'm like, are you getting a Ducks and a Kings jersey too? And he said, no, uh, Fanatics had a sale of only 60 bucks, so I got this, and I got a Flyers one, and I got a Leafs, and I'm like, okay. And then I felt bad. <laughs> I just was kind of surprised to see him wearing the jersey of a team that never existed before, you know. But then again, he can root for whoever he wants. I'm kind of glad the White Sox lost, even though I picked them to win the American League uh, when that guy approached John Cusack, and he's like, I'm a real fan. You're not allowed to root. Yeah. Kind of glad that guy lost, to tell you the truth. <clears throat> but hockey season is underway, and, and it's weird because the Sharks have to wait many more days before they get to go. I know. It's like I – this is an aside. I emailed the Sharks, and I was like, uh, yeah, still waiting on my uh, my credential. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, no. We're, we're, we're getting it. <laughs> Yeah, they and they are going to get it, but still. <clears throat> All right, one other thing that I had in my back pocket in case my guest didn't show up. And this is how you host shows, kids. You have to you have to have some. You got to write down some bullet points. Um, Brett Favre has been ordered in Mississippi to give some money back. What is it? $828,000 in welfare funds to the state of Mississippi or they will be sued. The funds were supposed to go to families in need. He got $1.1 million from two nonprofits and then uh, ended up, somehow, those did not go to the proper people. It's very interesting. All right. Um, we do have our uh, guest now. Very happy to have uh, Samantha Durbin with us. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, around the world on American Forces Radio Network. She has a new book called uh, Raver Girl, Coming of Age in the 90s. This is from SWP Publishing. Samantha, welcome to the show. I'm going to assume then that you were born late 70s, early 80s. Is you talking about yourself here? Yes, yes. Uh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, I was born in 1979. All right, I called it. So for you, <laughs> <laughs> I think about the 90s with, uh, you know, sort of the in living color and all that splashes mm -hmm. and the, the crazy big hair and big clothes. Uh, can you encapsulate the, the 90s, what it meant to you growing up as a young girl? Um, yeah, so, you know, so, yeah, I was a little girl in the 80s. I was a teenager in the 90s. Um, so uh, it just encapsulates this, um, well, it, it was a tumultuous time for me, um, but it encapsulates when I really uh, discovered who I am and what I kind of stand for, what I want, um, and kind of gave me some grit to really, you know, be, be an adult. Um, and so for me, uh, it's kind of, the 90s started off pretty innocently um, with, you know, watching, yes, In Living Color and um, junior high school. And um, I really gradually became more um, serious with drugs and, and partying and uh, danger. Um, so for me, it was really, I kept, it's a lot of firsts, you know, it was first love, first heartbreak, first rave, first time 
um, taking acid, first time taking ecstasy. I could go on with those. Um, first gay friend, first, um, you know, so many firsts. And I feel like that's, those are the times in people's lives that they really have an effect or they really remember because those firsts are pretty unforgettable, good or bad. Is that you on the cover, by the way? <laughs> it is. It is. That's when I was 17 and I'm at a rave and a friend took that photo and I'm just being sassy. And we were waiting for a DJ, uh, Paulina Taylor, to start spinning. So <laughs> well, you... I was taken with a disposable camera. <laughs> That's pretty 90s. Um, you, I think your yeah. generation was the, the last generation before social media and, and everybody having a phone mm-hmm. and, and texting and all that. So what was it like to sort of be right on the brink of, of a new generation where we would completely change the way we communicate? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I think that's what really also um, makes my story a, a big part of what it is, because we didn't have um, cell phones, and um, we had we had pagers. Some of us had pagers, and that's how uh, our parents kept track of us. That's how we communicated. Um, we used pay phones, you know, and landlines, and we did. We talked a lot on the phone. Uh, we saw, you know, it was all about being in person, and um, it was not about documenting our lives. It was just about living our lives and trying to figure it out. And um, yeah, I, my dad actually was a tech entrepreneur, and so I do remember being in chat rooms like towards the end of the '90s. Um, but that was pretty much the only way I communicated online. I think, you know, I had a Hotmail account with my first email, but by then I feel like that was around more 2000. So it just felt simpler. It felt slower. Um, and it wasn't all about checking on, you know, status all the time. It was, you were concerned about your status, but it was just, you know, kind of just, we didn't know any better. And so you would just, you know, hourly have to deal with that. Um, there was no kind of, uh, no just going into your phone to escape. We escaped in other ways. So well, uh, it was a really interesting time. Well, I know you're a Bay Area, you're a Bay Area kid like myself, and I'm older than you, but where were these raves? Were you like at Ruby Sky and Harlot, or were these like underground places? Yeah, these were underground places. Um, they were warehouses. So my first rave was a warehouse in Oakland, like near San Pablo Avenue. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to some in the city, which was like one was in this building called the Victorian, which was this like decrepit Victorian, um, kind of near Hayes Valley that was like about to fall down. <laughs> um, and then you had these warehouses over um, kind of now where like Mission Bay is. Mm-hmm. Like there were lots of warehouses over there. And then in Oakland, um, there was the famous warehouse called Home Base. Um, and that one was over by the Oakland airport. I went to one in a roller rink over um, like close to Antioch. So oh, we went all over the geez. Bay Area. Like, we just went wherever the party was. Well, you went to a rave in Antioch. You really liked raves. 
I know. And that one was like, that one was great because it wasn't very crowded because exactly, because not a lot of people would go all the way out there. All right. So but, tell me, you know, tell me. We were like, whoa. <laughs> I'm the old man here. So at a rave, you show up at what, 1 a.m., the techno starts playing, and then you leave at noon? <laughs> yeah, we would get there probably because, you know, lots of times this was like, usually we said we were sleeping at each other's houses and just really hoped that the parents didn't call each other, right? Mm -hmm. So we would get there, yeah, like 10, 11, 12. Um, but the party didn't really start going off till like, one, two, three, four a.m. Um, and then, yes, we would leave. Uh, sometimes you leave before the party's over. I mean, we uh, sometimes you stay like well past <laughs> when you should. Sometimes we went to Denny's in the morning to go get breakfast. Mm -hmm. um, and then there was always after parties. So what? you could go find the after party. And um, Sometimes those were at, like, bars or clubs in the city. I mean, there's the End Up in San Francisco right. that is still there. Mm -hmm. That is, like, famously known. That's where you would end up. Um, <laughs> so, and then on different, Sunday Different kind of end up, want, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you um, wanted to keep going, there was a party called um, Sunset. And that was at Point Malate in Richmond, mm -hmm. um, like along the water. Yeah, Point, Point Malati. I'm from Richmond. It's po it's Point Malati. Point Malati. Point Malati. Yeah. Well, Point listen, Malati. everybody's so, got yeah. it. Everybody's got to check this out. There's a whole chapter on the Antioch Denny's. It is called Raver Girl, coming of age in the '90s. SWP Publishing. This is going to be a big hit. And do you, who's going to play you in the movie or the miniseries here, Samantha? Ah, oh, yes, I have been fantasizing about this. <laughs> um, I'd love Kaya, Kaya Gerber. Okay, Kaya Gerber is it. Kaya Gerber. All right, hey, uh, thanks for coming on. <laughs> Don't be a stranger. Let's catch up down the road. Thank you so much. All right, good stuff. Once again, the book, Raver Girl, by our guest, Samantha Durbin. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Who's watching? Tell me who's watching. Who's watching me? Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. 
1759. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now. And get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Del, hmm. why did you kiss my ear? Why are you holding my hand? Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. Those aren't pillows. Tittle ain't the man, but Rick Tittle know who the man is, and he slapped his white fanny. Speaking of man, yesterday Bob uh, Bob Manfred, Rob Manfred, the commissioner of baseball, said this in an interview which made its way around the internet and such things. Both Oakland and Tampa need new facilities. It's kind of beyond debate at this point. Oakland is probably critical just in terms of the condition of the ballpark. Whatever you want to say about Tampa, it's playable for right now. And they have at least, that goes through 2027. Oakland's in a critical situation. We need to find a way to get new ballparks built in those two cities, particularly in the case of Oakland. We've had to open up the opportunity to explore the location just because it's dragged on so long. Frankly, in some ways, we're not sure we see a path to success in terms of getting Something built in Oakland. Relocation is a possibility. They've been talking to Las Vegas. It's gotten a lot of publicity. And there are a lot of options in terms of relocation in addition to Las Vegas. 
there's nothing new there. They're as good as gone. But I was reading an article on CBS that said uh, the Ring Central Coliseum is no longer suitable to baseball. Have you been there? The Ring Central Coliseum? It's no longer suitable. It's the stupidest thing I ever heard. Then it said the A's have been promoting hashtag rooted in Oakland for a decade. Uh, two years. Two years rooted in Oakland. But don't let the, you know, don't do any research and don't let the truth stand in the way. But anyway, yeah, the commissioner wants the A's out and and that's nothing new. So when I saw that, everyone's like, oh my gosh. I'm like, that's, that's kind of what he's been saying all along. <laughs> all right. You have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Yeah, man, I hope we don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.